Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Not So Grateful Dad podcast. It is your host, Grayson Decker, back at it again with another lovely Halloween episode. This is sadly our last episode, episode 8, and I thought I would end it on a little ghost story. I'm excited to share this one with you. It's also pretty true crime-esque as well. I think it'll be fun. Let's get into it. All right, you guys. So, episode number eight of the Halloween special is going to be about the ghost of Nell Cropsey and the story of Nell Cropsey. Ella Maud Cropsey, better known as Nell by her friends and family, was born in July of 1882 in New York, New York. Nell was known to be absolutely gorgeous. In 1898, the Cropsey family moved from Brooklyn, New York to Elizabeth City, North Carolina. As soon as the family was settled in Elizabeth City, many men began attempting to court Nell. Nell Cropsey was soon courted by Jim Wilcox, and by the time this case actually unfolded, Nell and Jim had been dating for three years. It was reported that during this time, Nell was getting increasingly upset with Jim because he had not yet proposed to her, and they had been courting one another for quite some time. Because of this anger and this want for her boyfriend to propose, Nell began flirting with other men as a way to get the attention of Jim. And this was almost to say that she doesn't really have to wait around for him and she could obviously find someone else. On the evening of November 20th, 1901, it is said that Nell and Jim had a very big argument. It was a very loud fight that traveled throughout the whole entire home and it was essentially a screaming match. It was reported that the two had made up after this argument, but no one will ever truly know where the two stood with one another when that evening ended. Jim Wilcox left the home that evening around 11, and when Nell Cropsey went to walk her boyfriend out, it would be the last time that she was seen alive. Nell had a sister named Ollie, and she was actually awake and in the home around the time that Nell had last been seen. Ollie stated that she had heard a loud bang shortly after Jim Wilcox had left the home. Ollie then goes down to check and see where this noise came from, and she finds that the screen door had been broken. But she did not see Nell, Jim, or anyone who could have made the noise. After this, Ollie goes to Nell's room to check on her and to see if she had gone to bed. Nell's room, however, was empty and Nell was nowhere to be found. This discovery obviously gave Ollie a terrible, uneasy feeling. By all accounts, Nell should be in her bed asleep. Ollie, however, decided not to freak out and to just go to bed. Sometime after this, a neighbor comes to wake up the whole entire family and they are yelling at the Cropsies, telling them about how someone was trying to steal the family pig. All of the family members run downstairs and here they find that the front door was wide open. At this time, the family realized that Nell was missing. She wasn't downstairs with the rest of them, so where could she be? 
The family noticed that there was an umbrella propped up on the inside of the door, and this umbrella was the one that Nell had given Jim Wilcox as a gift earlier in their relationship. None of the family had noticed this earlier in the evening, so where could this have come from? The next morning, there still was absolutely no sign of Nell Cropsey, and as soon as the family realizes this, they begin to search for her. The police were called at this time, and the entire town of Elizabeth City was searched from top to bottom. Immediately, authorities began looking into Jim Wilcox because, as most cases play out, the spouse is most likely going to be looked into first. It's the person that's closest to the victim. Jim continuously said that he was innocent in all of this and that he had nothing to do with her disappearance. Authorities, however, did not believe this one bit, so they arrested Jim Wilcox on suspicion of the disappearance of Nell Cropsey. On the evening of December 27, 1901, Nell's mother notices something floating in the Pasquatank River that is close to the Cropsey family home. She sends some men out on a boat to investigate what she had seen, and sadly, this was the body of Nell Cropsey. A few days before Nell Cropsey was found deceased, there was a letter that was sent to the Cropsey family home, and this letter contained a detailed description of what had happened on the evening of November 20th. It explained that Nell had interrupted an attempt to steal the Cropsey family pig, when they saw Nell, they supposedly grabbed a large stick and hit her over the head with it and knocked Nell unconscious. This man then carried her body down the river and he stole a boat, rowed her body out to some place in the river that was secluded, not very visible, and he sadly dumped her there. This letter also included a map that had an X on it where Nell's body would be located, and this X was actually very close to the spot where Nell was recovered. The identity of the person who sent this letter is unknown, therefore making the story in the letter possible, but it also cannot be proven to be true. So it is still unknown what really happened to Nell on that fateful evening. When the town of Elizabeth City got word that Nell Cropsey had been found deceased, they were in light terms extremely pissed off. And at one individual in particular, Jim Wilcox. There was even a group of people who gathered outside of the jail demanding that they hand Jim over to him. Jim Wilcox was tried twice for the murder of Nell Cropsey, and he was found guilty in his first trial, but the North Carolina Supreme Court declared a mistrial on this, and his conviction was overturned. But in his second trial, he was convicted on a charge of second-degree murder, and he was sentenced to 30 years in prison. Eventually, in 1920, Governor Thomas Bickett pardoned Jim Wilcox. He always maintained his innocence, and it is hard to really tie him to the crime with just an umbrella. In 1932, Jim Wilcox actually had an interview with W.O. Saunders, who was the editor of the Elizabeth City newspaper at the time. In this interview, he revealed everything that he knew about Nell Cropsey's murder, and W.O. Saunders actually spoke about how they walked away from the interview believing Jim and believing his innocence. 
Saunders had planned on publishing this interview and giving all of the details to the public. But two weeks later, Jim Wilcox, trigger warning, committed suicide. And then shortly after that, Saunders tragically died in a car accident. So this interview of Jim professing his innocence was never seen or heard by anyone but Saunders. They both quite literally took that information to the grave with them. Now let's get into the spooky shit. Those who have lived in the Cropsey family home have experienced some strange stuff. There have been reports of lights turning on and off by themselves, doors opening and shutting by themselves, and of course, cold gusts of air randomly appearing throughout the home. Also in the home, people have reported seeing a pale figure of a woman just moving throughout the home, which for me, that's an absolutely the fuck not. I'd be out immediately. Not only in the home is this figure seen, but even passerbys of the home on the outside, people on the outside, have seen a pale figure of a girl looking out of a window that is located on the second floor of the home. So fucking creepy, no thank you. Sadly, Nell's case was never really solved other than just assuming that it was Jim Wilcox who terribly murdered her. She has never received true justice. Could this be why her possible ghost is stuck in the home? Is she attempting to help inform someone of what had happened to her? Like Zona's ghost, how she basically came to her mother and told her, this is what happened, he was abusive and murdered me? Or is it someone else's spirit entirely? I don't know. But this is the story of Nell Cropsey and her possible ghost. I hope you enjoyed it. It's short, it's sweet. I liked this case a lot. It was very interesting to me how things played out. And I do kind of feel bad for Jim Wilcox because I don't really think that he did it. I I don't know. I really don't think so. But it's such an old case. I mean, there's really just no information on it. I don't know. I guess you just kind of have to come up with your own conclusion on this one. So let me know what you think. Thank you for listening. All right, you guys. So sadly, this brings the Halloween week to an end. I'm so sad, but it was really fun. I can't wait till next Halloween to do something even more fun and exciting for you guys. Uh, I think that's about it. You have the rest of today and that's it for <laughs> the drawing. I will be drawing tomorrow for the spooky basket. So please make sure that you go and like and comment on the Instagram or Facebook posts just so that you don't miss out on an opportunity to get something really cool from me. Personally, I picked out everything in the basket, so it's made with love from me. Yeah, that's about it. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, wonderful rest of the week, wonderful Halloween, great Halloween. I'm excited for Halloween. And yeah, we're going to get back to our regularly, regularly, 
regularly scheduled episodes and I'm excited. All right, I will talk to you guys later. I'm gonna go to sleep now because I am extremely tired. Okay, goodbye. <laughs>